welcome to the Busy Business Women podcast, where you have VIP access to discover the wins and wisdom that have helped successful business brains build businesses that boom. With your host, Faye Hollands from busybusinesswomen.biz. Hi, my name's Faye Hollands and welcome to episode 45 of the Busy Business Women podcast. And I'm thrilled to have you here today. We are going to be talking about personal productivity hacks today. And in particular, I'm going to share 30 of my top personal productivity hacks with you today to help you streamline your life because that's exactly what they do for me. So it's all well and good, right? Dishing out business productivity hacks, which I love to do. It's my jam. It's where I get very excited, as you know. But let's be honest, for many of us solopreneurs or, you know, entrepreneurs with really small teams, home can really get in the way of getting your best work done at times, particularly if you work from home like I do too. It doesn't matter how focused you are in your business. If you haven't got your shit together at home, those tasks will eventually creep in and mess with your mindset and your overall productivity. So today I wanted to share with you 30 really simple things that I do to streamline my life that help reduce my stress levels, fight the frazzle of juggling all of those competing demands that we have, and ultimately allow me to get the important things done in my business instead of being distracted by everyday home life and all of those menial kind of business chores that get in the way of the things that make you money, okay? So here are my top 30 time-saving personal productivity hacks that are super simple and really quick to put into action. And I really hope you love the last one. It makes me smile. So hang around to hear that one. Okay, so number one, I want you to set up as many payments as you can via direct debit. It doesn't sound like rocket science, I know. But this way, you don't have to remember to pay your bills, both personally and in your business. Because remembering to pay bills takes up what's called attentional capacity in your brain. And it will distract you from doing other important jobs during the day, week or month. So make sure you set up those payments as many as possible via via direct debit so that you just don't have to think about it or worry about missing a payment. Number two, you've heard me rant on about this before, but bear with me, right? Number two is put your washing on timer the night before so that you don't forget to do it in the morning and then hang it out before you start work so that you don't lose focus doing household chores during your work time. Now, you know I've done a whole podcast on this particular topic before, so I'll try and keep my ranty pants on or off, (laughs) whichever the case may be. But basically, I just want you to think about ways that you can streamline the household chores so they don't get in the way of you doing your important work when you're at your desk or when you're with your clients doing the things that make you money in your business, okay? Number three, plan your meals and lunches a week in advance. This saves me so much time. Then when you've done that, only shop once. I personally hate grocery shopping, so this works really well for me. And I cannot fathom how people go to the supermarket multiple times in the week or as one of my friends does every single day. It just kills me to think about doing this. Uh, You know, doing that kind of thing multiple times a week is a waste of time. And basically, I really think it's unnecessary. So I'm all for eating fresh, but I really don't think you need to be going to the supermarket every day or every other day to do that. So if you plan your meals and lunches a week in advance, you're not going to have to think about that and you're only going to shop once. 
Number four, have a notepad by your workspace that you can jot down anything you need to remember straight away when it comes into your head. That way you're not going to slow yourself down by trying to remember too many things. Think about your head like the RAM space on your computer. If you fill it with too much data, it's not going to work as well. So that way, by having a notepad by your desk and just jotting down all those fleeting thoughts, you're not going to be trying to remember everything and you're not going to slow yourself down. Number five, we're back to food. Prepare lunches the night before, including your own. You probably do this for your kids if you've got them, but by batching your lunches as well as anyone else in your families together, you're going to save time and you're also going to make better food choices because if you pick the food that you want when you're starving hungry, trust me, it never ends ends well, or certainly not in my life anyway. So from a time perspective, prepare your lunches the night before, batch as much as you can, and then you just don't have to think about it during your working day when you're trying to get work done. Number six, on Sunday nights, plan your exercise and dog walks for the week. Uh, Dog walks is one for me. If you've got a dog, this is for you too. The idea is put them then into your diary so you don't waste time wondering when or how you're going to fit in your exercise, your dog walks, all of those things that you want to do from a self-care perspective. So don't just leave them and hope that they happen in your week. Plan them in your diary and then you don't have to think about them. And again, that will save you time. It'll also mean you actually do those things more consistently. Number seven, back to food. There is no order in this list, by the way. Uh, Bulk cook your food so that you don't have to be cooking every single night. Again, like how nice is it when you've bulk cooked food and then at the end of your day, you just have to, you know, put something in the microwave or stir it in a pot and heat it up. It's so nice. So if you bulk cook food, you're not going to have to waste more time in the week cooking every single evening. Number eight, get organized the night before. So things like, you know, get your kids' bags packed, your gym gear ready, your work bag organized. That way you're going to get those tasks done in a much calmer fashion and free up time in the morning so that you feel less frazzled and under the pump, which, you know, when you're feeling frazzled and under the pump never leads to having your best morning and the most productive morning. So get organized the night before, both personally and professionally. And you've probably heard me talk about this before in terms of planning your day the night before and thinking about when you're going to be doing the important tasks in your business, you need to do that personally as well. Okay, number nine, have a little notepad on you at all times where you write down tasks that will take you less than five minutes to complete. Then when you've got a spare five minutes, so you might be waiting for a client to call or waiting for the kids to come out of school, pick a task in that notebook and get it done. It's a really nice way of getting through all of those little jobs that can otherwise take up lots of distracting time when you're trying to do, you know, work that's in your guru space. And a big thanks to my awesome Shine client, Julia Curious from Designability for sharing this gem with me. I love it and it's helped me get through so many little tasks when I didn't think I had time to do the bigger stuff. Number 10, return phone calls in batches so that you're not constantly distracted by a ringing phone. Put your phone on silent, focus on the things that are important to you both at home, personally and professionally, and then return those phone calls in batches. And also make the phone calls like appointments, for example, in batches too. And that way you're not going to be be thinking about doing those things throughout your day. 
Number 11, make sure you set time limits for calls and meetings. So again, doesn't matter whether it's at work or personally, make sure you set specific time limits for calls and meetings so that you don't end up in them for ages and then communicate those time limits to the people involved. That way you're not going to end up spending too much time on things that you shouldn't be and trying to get out of random conversations, for example, that run heavily over. So be clear on how much time you have to do those things and then communicate them so that everybody's on the same page. Number 12, if you arrange appointments with clients, set up a scheduler like Calendly so that you can send them a link and you don't have to waste time going back and forth to find suitable meeting times. You can also do this um, with groups of people, your friends, uh, so that you just don't waste that time with a toing and froing of can you do this time, can you do that time. Send them a link and then you literally don't have to think about it and they'll just pop up in your diary. Number 13, set up automatic bank transfers to save for your super, your BAS and any other regular payments you need to make so that again, you don't have to think about them throughout the month, just like I was saying with the direct debits. So set up those automatic bank transfers. And what you'll also find is you'll have that money at the end of the month and quarter to pay those bills instead of wondering how the hell you're going to afford them. Number 14, don't walk around the house empty handed. There's always something you can tidy up or take with you on your way to do something else. So this cuts down on wasted time walking back and forth from one task to another. Who needs to do that, right? Unless you're trying to get your steps up on your Fitbit. So don't walk around from one place to another empty handed, do something on the way. Number 15, say no to stuff that you don't want to do. I love this one. Life is too short to spend your valuable time at parties you wish you weren't at or coffee catch-ups that bore you senseless. Own your time. Realize that you are the CEO of your most valuable asset. And if you don't say no, you're going to be wasting on things you don't want to do. So get comfortable with saying no and also realize that you don't have to justify doing that either. Number 16, don't sit at the computer without a plan. Otherwise, you're going to end up wasting like 30 minutes on Facebook or Googling your next holiday for an hour, which is really nice, but it's certainly not productive in your business, right? So don't sit at the computer unless you've got a plan. And when you do sit down with that plan, you can get focused and straight into work that is actually important in your business. Number 17, put stuff away as you go so that one, there aren't piles of washing or filing around the house or the office and two, so that you don't waste time looking for things. This is also really great for mental clarity because a messy workspace and houses don't feel good and they're not good for productivity. So make sure you're putting things away as you go so you're not being distracted by all of that chaos and mess around you. Number 18, batch read your emails and text messages. This is so that you're not going to be distracted by them constantly throughout the day. Just read them in batches, reply to them in batches and have certain times in the day where you deal with emails and text messages. And then the rest of your time, you can focus on the things that are really important. Number 19, do one shitty task a day. This is so that all of the things that you don't want to do don't build up and cause you complete overwhelm. So for example, getting that new insurance quote today won't kill you, but suddenly when you've got to get a house quote, a car, a caravan and a health insurance quote all in one day because you left them until the last minute, that probably will feel like it's killing you because I certainly hate getting those kind of quotes. So pick one of those crappy tasks that you've probably been procrastinating over 
and do one a day or one a week if that timeline works for you and don't let them build up. They're very doable when they're on their own. Okay, number 20 is outsource anything you can, which could mean getting your kids to vacuum the house or saying yes to your dad offering to mow the lawn, as well as hiring a cleaner, putting your car in for a wash whilst you do the groceries, or paying a teenager down the road to walk your dog once a week. It all adds up to more time and less stress. You know, I talk about outsourcing a lot from a business point of view, but I really think we can do this a lot more in our personal lives too. It frees us up to do the things that are important to us and really helps from a stress point of view. So outsource anything you can in your personal life and make the most of the opportunities around you of people actually offering to help you. I am a sucker for not doing that and it's something I'm definitely working hard to change. Number 21, use a stand-up desk if you have one, just like I am right now, or make one out of boxes. And and that's exactly how I got started because trust me, you will get stuff on your computer done faster standing up. It is amazing. It has transformed my productivity. When I want to get something done quickly and I've got a really set amount of time to do it, I pull my standing desk up and I work from standing up because I don't want to be standing up all day. So I get that task done quicker and it will work for you too. But I did start with having my computer topped up on boxes and that works just as effectively. So uh, if you don't have a stand-up desk, don't use that as your excuse, okay? Number 22, use one calendar for everything. You don't need to waste time cross-checking the business calendar versus the family one. If you have one, that's crazy. So get one calendar, preferably online, I reckon, if you've got other people using it, so that you are not having to wonder what you should be doing in your personal life and does it fit in with what you've got in your schedule for your business. Use one calendar for everything. Number 23, routines rule because they take away the need to spend time wondering what to do next. So figure out what works best for you and your family and make sure everyone involved is clear on the timeline. So you can have charts on walls, schedules in calendars, you know, they work really, really well, but get some routines in place. You know, I talk about it a lot from a business point of view, but personally, this can work really, really well too and get everybody on board with what the routines are. And again, you just then don't have to waste time thinking about who should be doing what and when. Number 24, multitasking doesn't work. It is scientifically proven. So do one thing at a time so that you don't split your focus and slow yourself down. Now, sure, you can listen to a podcast and a cook at the same time, but talking to someone on the phone whilst trying to iron, walk the dog and reply to emails, we both know is not going to get you the best outcome. And I guarantee you'll do everything slower than you would if you did one task at a time. So quit the multitasking on the more complex tasks so that you actually get each of those tasks done individually quicker than putting them together, okay? Number 25, let's talk about ironing. Uh, Yes, I'm really going there today. Uh, Ironing, it's just such a waste of time, right? Stop buying stuff that needs ironing, if you do, and ask yourself whether things like your bed sheets really need to be super smooth. They don't, they really don't. I used to spend hours, this is pre-kids, pre-moving to Australia, pre-being a business owner, used to spend hours every Sunday ironing everything in my life. Now, unless you need nice crisp work shirts, I get that. Or, you know, you're trying to sell your house and you need your bedroom to look like something out of Vogue live in. I understand. But otherwise, let's just agree to stop wasting time in your life on ironing. Okay, rant over. 
Number 26, walk your dog and catch up with friends at the same time. I'm really trying to do this a lot more. You're going to feel great. The dog's going to love you for it. And you're not going to waste time worrying that you've been an absent friend. So if you're struggling to fit in, catching up with all the people that you want to see, combine two of the things that you like doing. So walking the dog and catching up with friends and you will feel great at the end of it. Number 27, don't check your phone or email as soon as you get up. You know that you shouldn't do it. I know that I shouldn't do it. I still do it sometimes, but I'm really trying to, you know, change the error of my ways. It is far too easy to get sidetracked. And, you know, if you see something that you don't like, that can then send your morning into a downward spiral. So don't check your phone or email when you get up. Get focus on the things that are important and ditch that bad habit because you and I really don't need it. Number 28, get organized. Have a place for everything so you don't waste time rooting through piles of crap trying to find important stuff. And this is definitely both in terms of work and personally. If you haven't yet, watch Marie Kondo on Netflix, head to Kmart for some cheap ways to organize your home and office and start to enjoy a clutter-free environment because it will help you be more productive. You're not going to waste time looking for stuff, okay? Number 29, do the tough stuff when you're at your best. So for example, I'm a really early bird. So when I want to plow through a mountain to-do list of house admin, I get stuck into that early on a Saturday morning and then I feel awesome by lunchtime. But if I try and do that in the afternoon, I take way longer and I'll procrastinate over most things over and over again. It works exactly the same way in your business. So for me, being an early bird, I like to do the tough stuff in my business first thing. And that way I get it done much more quickly than I would in the afternoon when I'd probably take longer and also procrastinate over it. So think about when you do your best stuff and get the stuff that you don't want to do done quickly at that point point in time. So that mountain to-do list of stuff you've got at home, think about are you a morning person, an evening person, work through the night person, whatever suits you best and do it then because you'll get it done much more quickly. And finally, number 30, I wonder if you were wondering what this might be, not the most conventional point on a list like this, But here goes, put your shoes on. Now, it is a little more unconventional, but I've noticed that I get way more done way more quickly when I've got shoes on at home. I know I'm sounding like a crazy woman now, but as soon as I pop on those comfy slippers, well, my pace, my productivity takes a definite nosedive. So try it and let me know how you get on. It may or may not work for you, but it's worth giving it a shot, right? Because it definitely, for me, changes my headspace. And this probably ties in nicely with my stand-up desk as well. I tend to you know, get dressed up for work, put my shoes on, stand at my stand-up desk, and it gets me in a really different headspace. And I find the same with putting shoes on to get stuff done around the house. Uh, I'm going to stop that one now because I'm realising as I'm talking about it, I'm starting to sound so slightly crazy, but trust me, it works. Okay. Okay. So which of these are you going to start doing? There's 30 different ideas there, some of which you might already be doing and others you haven't possibly even thought of. So I would love you to take a moment and think about a couple of these that you are going to start putting into practice that will help you be more productive in your personal life and which will then have a knock-on effect to your business too. 
Okay, so those are our 30 hacks for today. But if you are loving being a bit of a productivity ninja and would like to take it up another notch, I want to invite you to grab my free productivity playbook. I take you through four simple steps to plan a wildly productive and profitable day in your business. And you can grab your free playbook at the show notes, which is at busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast 45. So the productivity playbook is specifically designed for busy businesswomen who want to cut through the clutter and be more profitable in their business in less time. So it's a super quick and easy to use planner that will help you map out a really effective day so that you stay focused on the tasks that move your business forward. And now you know how to cut out some of those personal distractions. This is perfect timing for you to download your playbook and really master planning an awesome day in your business. So if you want to end your day feeling satisfied that you got the important stuff done without burning the candle at both ends or sacrificing the things that are really important to you, this planner is going to help you do exactly that. So just head over to the podcast show notes and grab your free productivity playbook there. Go to busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast 45. Okay, so if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love you to head over to iTunes and leave a review, please. And if you'd like to hang out some more, I'd love to see you over on the Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Busy Business Women and you can find lots more biz building goodness over on the website, busybusinesswomen.biz. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I love sharing my productivity ninjiness with you. I hope you found it valuable and I really appreciate you spending this time with me. I'll be back again really really soon to help you build a business that booms. But until then, I'm Faye Hollands and you've been listening to the Busy Business Women podcast.